PKN298. My nose is so stuffy, it's hard to talk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're all here. You'll be fine. This is the short one. It's only if, if, if it's not fixed in two days, though, it's going to be difficult. I'm yeah. fucked. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. You were telling me a story of how. Uh, did you have a nose job or nose fix? Am I crazy, Taylor? When I broke my nose, yeah, we've my mom nose was surgery, just yeah. like, yeah, just go ahead and shave down that hump. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, I have what you described, which is like I'm eating and I can't eat with my mouth closed right now because the nose is just completely non-functional. It's like, uh, I'll suffocate if I try to have good manners. <laughs> that, that, that was the worst way to get scolded as a kid. I still remember it. We'd be having like pepperoni pizza. We're all sitting there at the table. It's a meal I love. And I'm just going. <laughs> my dad's like, chew with your mouth closed. I'm like, I don't know how you guys are doing this. <laughs> I can't hold my. How are you? You guys can eat and breathe. I'm that gasping was... for air over here. Yeah. I was eight before. Drowning every time thing. soup oh. comes on the plate. My, sleep, <laughs> my sleeping is terrible because I, I have to breathe through my nose for the CPAP to work properly. So, like. Maybe I'll get like three hours of quality CPAP sleep and the rest is like dry mouth, awful, yeah. like, you know, bad sleep. You Have you tried just... like Vicks Vapor Rub? Like, you know, that, that stuff you rub on your chest? And I, I found Sudafed to be helpful. My wife mm -hmm. is suggesting Zyrtec, which is an allergy med that I guess yeah. handles the stuffiness. I think I'm going to give that a go. Mm -hmm. And of course, there is that machine that like, grrr, like pumps water in one nostril up through your sinuses and out the other. That thing's got to yes. be the ultimate fix. You can't fuck with a pressure washer in your nose. Why hasn't someone invented a little nasal umbrella that you can stick up there, inflate, and pull everything out? I don't know if that's how sinuses work. It's genius. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm quite sure it's not. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, Kyle. Uh, I saw commercials for it at the airport, uh, the yeah. Navage. And it looks like something like if if I were, you know, in the Call of Duty campaign and I'm all tied up oh, and no. then Sergei comes in with the Navage, I'd be like, oh, I'll tell you anything. I'll tell you anything. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that is. He's like, foolish American. This is... <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but what you don't have to put water in it. Ah, I put Mr. Pib in this. No, no. <laughs> it's very bubbly. How do you spell virage? Uh or get close. Uh I think V-E-R-A-G-E. -G -E There's a Q in there. Virage, nose cleaner or something. It's something something Aj at the end. It's a machine you're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay, so what I'm all I'm finding is like, it's Navage. Navage, N A V A G E. Yeah, yeah it looks like ninety bucks. Horrible, but it's apparently it really kicks ass. Works it's well. It's the world's you. only nose yeah. cleaner with powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, dust, and germs. Unlike neti pots, the nasal squeeze bottles and push saline uh, that push saline through your nose, the Navage pulls. Yes, actively pulls. Have Dude. you ever used a neti pot? Sucks. No, no, I, I, I would be down to use one of these uh, navages. Though. Oh, it, you, it goes in both nostrils? No, it, it sends it in one and then pulls it through the other, is my yes. understanding. And so it's like sending all the clean water here, all the dirty water's coming back out through this one and into that bottom container. So there's water on the oh. top container and bottom container. We've so had that conversation on this exact Well, show that's before. the beauty of my age. You have get to enjoy actually? these conversations again <laughs> and again. This exact thing. This is literally like those people are like, man, I wish I could just 
forget the Lord of the Rings and watch it brand new. <laughs> That's my new superpower, Kyle. <laughs> what he does is small appliances <laughs> and small talk. I, <laughs> didn't say, oh, oh, use what goes up one and out the other. It's like, yeah, we did this last month. <laughs> uh, yeah, now, now I, I, the, just my, like memories in your mind. My biggest concern <laughs> is that cleaning that bottom thing is going to be like less pleasant than cleaning out one of my many, many fleshlights. No, no? you just dump that out and you're good to go. I, I think it would just be, it's going to be a really cool thing to see what's in there. You, you're going to get uh, done. Just... You're going to be like, look, I made a big one. Like... <laughs> it's like I bought this like mini fucking steam cleaner for my couch. Or not my couch, my like little spot cleaning for where I know the previous owner let their dog shit and piss and yeah. where they still will. And I'll go over an area that I think is mostly pretty clean and it just comes out brown. Oh, like, God. Fucking like there's so much dirt. I need to hire professionals. You know how they say, oh, shit, hardwood I'm sharing this with everyone. I, I have hardwood my in my kitchen and live in dining room, just you know, living room. You know how they yeah, say, like, like, don't drive angry? There should yes. be a don't shop angry because I just bought this. <laughs> the Navage. Yes. Yeah, I've got there one go. now. I, I just impulse purchased a Navage. Um, nice. And I shared my address while doing it for like the, I don't know, 17th time. Please don't send me personal messages saying I shared my address. It's not that yes. great a secret. <laughs> I appreciate no, your kind heart. This is the first hearts. time. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that'd be a big deal. Yeah. The fact that it's Googleable is <laughs> yeah. less impressive. There, it wow. comes and goes. Sometimes there's like businesses for my house having to do with PKA, like Rape Squad Killers Headquarters, located here and shit like that. But I don't think it's there right now. I had to you explain know, to Pastilli last night um, what what the Rape Squad Killers were. I've had that conversation. Yeah. Well, did you tell him he was misinformed? I explained to him that we're horny violent men and <laughs> we take what we want and uh it's 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 that sort of attitude that has has made us so successful on youtube <laughs> okay i'm glad you said what i was hoping you'd say yeah yeah i mean <laughs> in, in russia he was, you he don't was a, a secret for you don't ask for the pussy it's already yours you i'm an original yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i i uh, Pristilli, i saw him streaming and he had ten thousand people watching which uh, seems like bad news, given that I saw. When him was that? Call it Sunday afternoon. It was post drops. The drops today. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like, I, I love what he did. I'm, 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 I'm just. I don't know if he could have played it any better. There were drops. People were staying in stream, partly for the drops, partly for the content. I, I don't mean to like. I'm trying to be positive, and I, and I like him. I've, I've been watching him. Right, and I don't even play this game, but I've been watching Bastilli. Uh He would do thirty-hour streams, twenty-four-hour streams. He really maximized it, got everything he could, and now that the drops are done, his new base is higher. So, great job! Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think he's got thirteen or fourteen thousand subscribers now, which is huge. You yeah, know, you're getting you're getting several dollarinos for those uh, each. You know, yeah, it's pretty yeah. great. Uh, he's raised. <clears throat> Seventy or eighty thousand dollars for the uh, for the kids so far. Now that I can't get on board with kids with cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, like I do love the idea. I would just rather it be like I don't know. First, become PewDiePie or Mr. Beast or someone like that who's you know like already taking care of like the family and, and his and. 
and then once you get there, start giving away, you know, your extras and what you have. Uh, there... Maybe there's some, you know, I don't know. I mean, we can ask him when he comes on the show, but like maybe mm -hmm. he's got like a a personal story with with Ooh. childhood cancer or something. Maybe this is a, a a really big issue for him. I doubt that he just reached out and was like, ah, sick kids. That's a good one. You know, oh, uh, I love maybe... seeing kids sick. <laughs> this yeah, is stupid. Old. So this is for kids with cancer. Yeah. <laughs> More the better. One uh, <laughs> catch. I want to go visit those kids daily. I want to get up close and personal, see their pain. I want to look death yeah. right in the face, but far enough to not be scared. You know? <laughs> How do you feel it. about dying, little boy? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Not Are great. You afraid? Uh, on a scale of of zero to one, where would you put it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you afraid that Satan's gonna take you? Yeah. Oh, and he will. Yeah. <laughs> so you which religion are you? Oh, hey, buddy, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that's the wrong one. <laughs> what? Maybe <laughs> shitless was you. liars. Are there any religions that let you be a couple? Like, I have a feeling like Hindus are just relaxed about it. Yeah, you can be Christian Hindu. No? Oh, that, that are, uh, no, they, they wouldn't okay let you with it. Are you thinking of Buddhism? Uh, yeah, I might be. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, that is a distinct possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe the Buddhists are more accepting uh, of that sort of thing, and maybe they just want you to more. It's more about living by by their teachings than worshiping. I, I all I was thinking was that like, if one of the five is right, but two of them let you have dual citizenship, that's yeah. where you want to be. Uh, I see what you mean. You keep you keep that uh, that Canadian. Uh, pa uh, passport handy just in case Trump really fucks things up. <laughs> did you see Iran attacked us? Did they? Us? Well, okay. It, there's not much. What did they take? What did the, the tractor? The lawnmowers? Did they, they get your paramotor? No, they're apparently they, firing some ballistic missiles at yeah. uh, some northern Iraqi bases right I now. I forget how Damn. many. It's dozens. They. Oh, that's uh, great. What I read is they sent dozens of missiles. And I have heard nothing about like if they hit anything or... But and, and by sent they mean launch them through the air. Even that I needed clarification. Not on. UPS, right? Yeah. I was like, did they send them to some place for future action, or like, did or did they actually launch? Ahmed, it? please tell me you did not send it to <laughs> U.S. ground. <laughs> <laughs> but they were aiming at a U.S. military base. And uh, <clears throat> do you know how many missiles it is, Taylor? I, I have. I saw that it was called tens, like tens okay. of missiles, which is you know who, who knows ten, twenty. Right, I I thought well, I saw dozens. Tens just doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, but like that was probably translated from what they said, and they probably didn't. Ah, they oh, go I like to think that the rest of the world doesn't even use dozens. They have a metric system, like you know, they send Holy tens shit. of missiles. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> they need to adopt dozens. That's a good one. It's it, it's a real nice way of explaining things. We need to redefine dozens to mean tens. for every dozen you send, we're sending a baker's back your way. <laughs> just, just like that. They're so confused now. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, well, well, good. Well, Hooray, I, I feel, another war. We'll see what Trump does uh, uh, now. You know, um, I saw Joe Rogan was very afraid. He said of uh, the, you know, the, this whole situation. He said it was very scary. He said it was the most afraid he'd been since 9/11. Uh, and and I can see it. It's you know right on the brink of some real serious nonsense if if things go the wrong mm -hmm. way. 
I saw yeah. there was a stampede at that uh, salami guy's funeral. Over 50 salami. Over 50 people died and hundreds were injured. They, they went to the funeral. I, the art, I read two articles on it. Neither of them knew what kicked off the stampede. But my guess is, you know, elbowing turns into little pushing. girls. Look, <laughs> it turns. <laughs> you get millions of people gathered around. Like stampedes tend to happen. Exactly. I mean, we get that at concerts sometimes for no good reason. Only the Japanese yeah. have mastered being in enormous groups, and nobody gets hurt ever. They're all so polite, so orderly. That's a that's a good race of people right there. Every country should look at Japan and be like, "What could we learn from them?" Ignoring oh, we the vending machine we know from panties. America. Yes. We are the original rape squad killers. Lesson. <laughs> All right. Aside from the you know underwear shit on the street and the age of consent laws, other than that, let's look. At <laughs> hey, they don't. They don't. I don't think they do as much street pooing. I think that's the Chinese. No, no. The, I was joking about their like, they, uh, like used machine. underwear and their vending like silly look, little I, gross. I, I don't things know. Like that. I don't know why. Look, I think the the underwear vending thing is first of all. Yeah, you paint it like it's a negative Taylor. First of all, I think it's like it's a way overblown. I think it's I think it's I don't know what's a really bizarre thing in our society that we're all like, yeah, we just do that because it's silly, and, you know, to, to mess with people. I, I think it's like that. I think it's Halloween. Like sure. I mean, I, I think I, I think that's you know, it's yeah. the Americans are dressing like demons again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. If you yeah, look at that through the wrong lens, you could look at Halloween kind of weird. It's like so they dress up like murderers, and 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 they go to the houses and they threaten the people. <laughs> Either give me candy or get some action. And and yeah. they just give it up? Well, they have to. It's Halloween. Fuck. I don't know about this. Honey, maybe Canada. Come State on. State-sanctioned uh, blackmail is what it is. You're allowed to threaten people. Well, it's not a eggings. federal holiday. It should be. Dude, I got a new YouTube channel you're going to fucking love, Taylor. What it's is called, it? like, BT Sports or something. They do all of these obscure sports stories like like oh, like cool. just a couple of guys like us sitting behind a microphone Ooh. and uh one of them that i watched uh was this guy uh this hockey coach who like read the entire rule book and found all the airbud rules and would just <laughs> ruin the game oh just ruin it there was what there was one do? rule what's that it called said, again bt sport like bt sports i think i've been watching that one yeah there's this one rule apparently <clears throat> On penalty shots, the goalkeeper didn't have to stay in the net. In fact, he didn't have to wear goalkeeper's gear. <laughs> and so they would put a defenseman in there. And when the guy came for the penalty shot, he, the defenseman would just come out like a bullet right at the guy and take him out, steal the puck, <laughs> and that would be their penalty shot. That <laughs> seems very you never heard and of there this? was risky. And there was yes. there, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the exact details of this wrong, but there were there was there was a rule that you couldn't by way of penalty have less than three men on the ice. Correct. And that, right. and that okay. Well that meant that no matter what you did, the refs couldn't take another uh man off the ice. So they would just continually um like go drop to two men, I guess, and the refs would blow the whistle. And make them put a third man out, and then they just take him right back off, and they would just run the clock down to nothing by doing that, because they have to keep doing the replacement and blowing the whistle. Okay, I no, hate no, no, that. get him back out here. <laughs> that, 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 that ruins the spirit of it. That was the first rule he he air butted, and because of that, they were like, ah, if you do that, the other team gets a penalty shot. That's when he came up with the whole, a defenseman is just going to take <laughs> your, your your penalty shot guy out and steal the puck from him, air bud uh, maneuver. 
And uh, there's a few of them like that. It's, it's a fun channel. I've, I've known this one for a couple of years, this channel. Uh, they did a basketball one where, like, I forget what happened, but two NBA teams were playing each other. And the game went so wrong that they had to redo it. But during that time, one of the players was traded to the other team. And that guy won, like, both times against like in the same game. And it was kind of fun. I think I know but, what you're talking about. There's one... Uh, I'm looking at BT Sport, and, and now I'm not sure if this is even the right channel. But it, apparently I named a channel that it seems it's like... It's very I, popular. <laughs> I guessed the name of popular sport channel, even <laughs> though this is not perhaps the one I was referring to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep digging. But yeah, oh. um, lots of really fun videos over there. On the missile thing, I just... More than 30 is the current number, and no estimates on casualties or damages still. Hmm. So that's that's I wonder the, how this is going to pan out right well, I, good. like this this i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but like i almost hope like they get a a little bit of see now we're even right like i hope the attack is is chill enough that as americans we don't feel obligated to respond in a big way and as iranians they don't just like miss with every fucking missile hit sand because you know they'll be tempted to keep going like if we could just, yeah, it, it's probably gonna escalate though. Like that, that Sulmani guy was like a very, very popular dude in Iran. I uh, I'm not saying you're wrong because I, I I might even agree with you, but I do feel like Trump doesn't want to be pro war. He just just can't help. I mean, his, his largest a... donors and his advisors want him to go to war, and that seems to direct more of his foreign policy. It, it actually <clears throat> actually according to Pentagon officials. Um, blowing the guy up was like they said when they provide Trump with options, like like all right, we got this problem. Here are four options. They kind of did it the same way that Kitty and I used to pitch companies. We'd give them like a really cheap option that they're not going to like. Yeah. Like hey, for ten dollars, we'll take your product and smear it with feces in front of a million people. And they're like, all right, I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. All right, for eight million dollars, I'm literally going to make a you. Super Bowl commercial very poorly in your name. Okay. And I'm going to fly. Well, we hate that too. That's all <laughs> for $58,000, sir. <laughs> You're going to love it. And, and they're like, 58,000, 58,000. Yes, yes, yes. So like what they did with Trump, they were like, all right, Mr. President, we could do this. We could do that. We could blow up an Iranian general, <laughs> right? I know I told him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that one. That yeah. One. Love that. It's like, you remember the Simpsons movie? Smoke that when, motherfucker. Uh, with like Wolfstein or whatever the uh, Schwarzenegger guy is the yeah, president yeah. in the Simpsons movie and the EPA guy comes in he's like I have five devious each better than the last plans plan one two three four and five and he layers the folder down he's like I pick three it's like <laughs> do you want to know what they are I was elected <clears throat> to lead not to read I pick three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I heard the same thing Kyle like that I've, I've, yeah. I've seen that in a couple of places yeah he picked such a terrible thing such a stupid fucking thing to do so I, I don't know if it was stupid or Ooh. not. I, I I think that I don't know that we can say that it's stupid or smart. I, I don't know. The I reason they gave ambiguous. was like there's an uh, an imminent a terrorist attack coming, and it's like okay, then if, it's imminent, if it's imminent, oh, it, they've already changed it. It's yes. like if it's imminent, you take out the main guy, and the wheels are still in motion. Like that's not how. Yeah, Taylor worked a long day today, so he's not up to date on the last yeah. five minutes of news. But but now they're not saying it was an imminent attack that was the reason. They're they're saying 15, 20 years ago he killed hundreds of people, and he's a really bad guy, and he's a terrorist, and they didn't mention imminent attacks at all. Am I saying the word right? Imminent attacks yeah, anymore. 
So uh, and it, they're just kind of rolling back because when they said they're imminent attacks, they're you know, we we did this to prevent war. We did this because he's about to. I'm making. I'm exaggerating here. <clears throat> they're about to nine eleven us. Uh, all the people who aren't pro Trump are like, okay, show me the proof. Just show me, show me. And they're like, oh well, you got us there. So uh, actually, it was things he did a long time ago. That's, yeah, I see, saw, I, yeah, I, I and saw so like Rachel 15 Maddow years ago, that, he yeah. allegedly does something that we don't like. First, like, and second of all, like, there's a CNN clip from three years ago, and multiple mainstream media clips were praising him for being at the head of the battle against ISIS. Like, he—that's th not propaganda. He literally was in charge of yeah, fighting ISIS all kind of in people. Iraq and in Syria. Yeah, they're the, they're the, they're different kind of Muslims than the Iranians. You're so. right, well, and Taylor. The Shia Muslims, which is where Iran is, they haven't committed a foreign attack on our soil in like 30 years or something. I'm trying. I can't say that because I don't want to be that Democrat. That's like, you know, Trump being for my next trick. I'll make Democrats like Iran. And it's like, no, 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 I'm not falling for that. Like, I, I feel like I can't say this guy was some sort of good guy who took out ISIS. Because no, he, it, he's not a good guy. But, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about yeah. Iran over there. I don't. Why are we there at all? We shouldn't be over there. That's not our problem. Well, we're not over there. Yeah, we are. We have thousands of troops not in Iran. No, well, of course not in Iran, but in like, what, five dozen bases immediately surrounding Iran? If Iran uh, didn't I, want war, they wouldn't have put their country in the middle of all our bases, Taylor. Yes. We have an Afghanistan, Kuwait, Iraq. We have bases surrounding the edge of Iran everywhere. Clearly, they're provoking us. The annoying thing with a lot of Republicans right now and right-wing people as a whole, like the more neocon type, is if you say anything like, hey, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we doing this? Oh, you love Iran? You do you love Iran? It's like no, no. I really don't. I don't think that's care it, What's going on fair. over there? So, so, so here's where I am on it because okay. I, I feel like I'm kind of in the middle with like most political stuff. Might I might be too. I, I, I yeah, I, I feel like we're very close. But, you know, get us out of there. I don't know that uh, on so many things. My my opinion is I don't know, and and I think that yeah. the people that do know might still be doing the wrong thing, but I don't know. I don't know why we have so many bases around the world, but every administration since World War II seems to have thought it was a really fucking good idea. Like all these like fucking Nobel Prize laureate advised motherfuckers who were having th tens of thousands of people in intelligence and and uh, our legislative bodies like oversighting them and being like, yeah, yeah, let's keep funding this. Oh, it, it's it, yeah, do that. Like clearly that's the thing to do and that's the thing that's gotten us to where we are right now um, and i don't think that i'm in a position to like judge why we have a base in japan or a base in korea or a base right outside of iran you should as be far able as to killing judge. Our this taxes guy are paying for it. i want to go uh, are you finished well our our, our our taxes pay for like icbms but i'm not gonna be like ah this this reactor you got here i don't know bill let, let me tinker with this a bit. You're, Definitely you're, you're, a little You're different. running a little lean here. Okay, okay. We've, 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 we've shifted before I got a chance to go. Yeah, go Charlie ahead. Wilson's War. I'm going to attempt my Kyle-like movie recognition uh, recollection skills. So here we go. In Charlie's Wilson War, they tell this story of a Zen Buddhist. And the, the story goes like this. There's a boy in an Afghan village, and he gets a horse. And the whole town says, oh, he got a horse. Isn't that nice? And the Zen Buddhist says, we'll see. And then... A little sh a short while later, the boy breaks his leg, and the whole town says, "Ah, oh, he broke a leg. Isn't that terrible?" And the Zen Buddhist says, "We'll see." And then shortly afterwards, a war breaks out, and everyone in that town has to go fight, except the boy with the broken leg gets to stay home. They all die, except the boy who gets to stay home with the broken leg doesn't. People say, "Oh, isn't that fortunate?" And the Zen Buddhist says, 
we'll see. And the point is, like, you can't tell how these things are going to work out. You can only tell in hindsight. So we killed uh, General Samanali. Salami. I like that. <laughs> Salami. Okay. I've been actually practicing it. I still suck. But uh, we, <laughs> we killed General Salami, we'll say for now. And isn't that great? This guy killed hundreds of Americans. This guy was a terrorist. We're calling everyone brown skin a terrorist. And uh, my answer is we'll see. Like, I, I don't know. If, if they strike back and this starts World War III, clearly it was a mistake. If we seriously have drained the talent pool, and apparently, like, Iran doesn't have a ton of guys who are both militarily cunning, who can take out ISIS, and charming enough to meet with diplomats and participate on the world stage. Like, we took out a guy who was important to them. Maybe this is good, but we'll see. That's just what I want to get out. <clears throat> yeah, uh, with the, you know, as far as taking him out, like, seems like, we may have we're going about it in the wrong way, but it definitely seems like a bad guy that needed killing. You know, uh, it, it's more about how it was done and not what was done. It, it, like I would call him a madman. <laughs> Taylor's hitting I, one of my hot buttons. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think <laughs> when it, when it, whenever the madman stuff comes up, I think the proof's in the pudding. It's like, well, what are some of the acts that he's committed? And when they started listing out the, the stuff that this guy had been involved with and done, um, you know, from the torture and the and the. He's, he's basically a military advisor for terror groups. I'm pretty he confident. He's, oh. He says, oh, you could do much better if you had a little more funding, a little more ammunition, some infrastructure behind you. How about you, you look into this, this, this thing over here in the West Bank? We'd love you to move in over there and maybe take out a few Israeli soldiers. That could really stir the pot. He, he, he if you gave me like 10 minutes to research, I could, point, I could paint Abraham Lincoln as a madman. Right, yeah. the amount of he killed his own people. He inherited a peaceful country, and then all of a sudden, the things at 600, war six hundred thousand Americans dead. Sent yeah. Sherman, I think, down and burned Georgia to the ground. And, and what like Abraham Lincoln was an absolute madman. I'm not a big Abraham Lincoln fan, so you're not winning me <laughs> over with this argument. Okay, okay. My bad. <laughs> I've never been one of those. Oh, greatest president ever was he? Was he? He, he couldn't just... hold the Union fucking together, and he lost like. A significant percentage of his population. He he drafted people and allowed the rich to buy their way out of out of the draft. You could literally buy your way out of the draft. I don't think that you have to. And this is this fucking annoying dichotomy that's coming up Anybody? with the media. They they force you to take a side uh -huh. of oh, do you think that this guy's actually like was super rad and tight and cool, or are you glad that the worst, most evilest man <laughs> on earth that we haven't ever mentioned before is actually gone and dead? And it's like, like. No, the, the real thing should be, why the fuck are we over there? What has benefited Americans one iota since we entered that this whole sh fucking nonsensical shindig 20 years ago? Nothing has benefited uh, us. Well, you and haven't so we look seen back my Boeing at stock. Iraq and Afghanistan and all of this shit, and it's like, oh, now it's different. Now we, we got to take out this other country, too. And it's just, I'm, I'm apparently, I'm just... There's not even any reason for me to comment on politics at all anymore, which people would probably rejoice because, like, there's nothing is going to change. These people are going to do whatever the fuck they want. All even the so-called uh, anti-war. You, th you people thought that we were affecting change here. <laughs> I just well, think that the today, fact that Taylor calls like, up those you know, people I'm is to racist. Realize that TKA does not have the reach up on Capitol Hill that I thought. It did. <laughs> <laughs> that would you know, be, I okay, that'd be pretty that... funny if they're like Senator Lindsey Graham. What are you listening to? Ah, uh, nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. A I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not gay, and that round-headed owl isn't going to say otherwise. <laughs> you yeah, suck just, one dick, and suddenly PKA calls you gay. 
It's so frustrating. It feels like it's rinse and repeat for all these conflicts in the Middle East. I'm not frustrated. I am concerned. I am concerned uh -huh. that uh, be because I, I think whenever, whenever you get like superpowers, now that Iran is a superpower, but uh, yeah, China. What are we afraid and, of Iran for? They don't have nukes. The only country in that region that has nukes because, is Israel. Because of Israel and um, China and Russia, you know. Yeah, but I'm Israel has sure nukes. They're fine. Yeah, um, by what does that even mean, though? Because you're going to attack when, a nuclear power. That means America will attack them. No, the way I the way I see it is like you know you've, right now you've got Russia and China doing joint naval drills um, with the Iranians. You know, I just wish Taylor would wise up and realize that Trump was put on this planet to protect the Holy Land. There's just a oh, lot. Can of you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> God, the fucking and that's Mike Pompeo. That guy's got a lot of power. Yeah, I like, know. <laughs> this fucking loon, uh, this loon bag. Like, yeah. That, Please, God, let suck. Bernie Sanders get elected and, and reference the Easter Bunny during his decision-making yeah. process. <laughs> it's, it's just so so silly at this point. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a pretty scary situation because an actual World War III scenario could could happen. And of course, that has nothing to do with Iran. Iran's the, the small fry in, in, in all of this. You know, everybody talks about like the military predictions for what would happen if the United States had a war with Iran. But then they play the war out in the way that they want. They envision the war to be played out. And you would imagine that it would mostly be airstrikes. You know, it, 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 I saw some something the other day and they were talking about how Saddam Hussein was at war with him for like eight years, right? And sort of fought them to a stalemate. But then we invaded Iraq in like 21 days or whatever. The, the, the thing that I would imagine is a lot of those statistics that they show there is like some sort of full-on ground invasion, like it's D-Day, and we're trying to liberate fucking France. And I don't think that's going to be the case. You would imagine, I would imagine, lots of airstrikes, lots of missiles, destroying lots of infrastructure and, and uh, higher-ups. Wonder if we I'm kill one sure. or two more Iranian <clears throat> leaders, if suddenly they're as influenced by not dying as we are by donor money. They're like, ah, should we attack America again? I don't know. Every time I vote yes, two of my friends die. You I know? mean, it hasn't made the Iraqis like us at all. I mean, and you know what's funny is like the original thing going into Iraq. We're gonna bring them fucking. You know they're mad at us because we have Dippin' Dots and the Simpsons. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna bring fucking democracy to them. And then just this like past <laughs> day or two, the Iraqi Congress is like, we're voting and we want the U.S. out. We want the military out. Please leave. And the military's like, nah, not not that kind of democracy, idiot. Like not the, you, the kind what we manipulate into getting what we, we want. We sent a letter to Iraq saying that we were leaving, and then we said. <laughs> Oopsie Daisy, that letter was a draft. We didn't mean it. Pumped. Yeah. <laughs> like, shouldn't we do this more Ooh, carefully? Epic prank. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, Iraq? You've been, you've been. <laughs> I am Steve-O, and this is make Iraqis pretend we're leaving. <laughs> I just, I was like, come on. Like, is it possible that all the wacky things that we see Trump doing are part of his reality show that will only be released after his presidency? Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> and, and he's just like, we're really gonna mess with CNN this week. They think I believe this shit. Uh, <laughs> and he's just he's just winding them up. And he's got he's got Cuomo and, and Rachel Maddow and, and John, uh, Don Lemon and fucking Anderson Anderson Cooper and all of them. And he's like, look at him go. I didn't mean any of that. I said, look at him go. Of course, I know that's absurd. And it, it's it's like I don't know if you ever saw the old Saturday Night Live. Mad Dog Man is hold my beer, Kofefi. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see the old snl bit um 
you know, they used to, Ronald Reagan was widely thought of as kind of a dumb dumb as a president, like someone who certainly wasn't very knowledgeable about foreign power and the economy and things like that. The real, the stuff that kind of requires you to be an intellectual when you're president, if you're going to make some big economic decisions. And uh, and this in this bit, he's like being interviewed by some like foreign press or something like that. And he's just, he's just being, he's just such a dumb. He's like, oh yeah, let, yeah let's get, let's pose for a picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope you enjoyed. You want some pins? I got a lot of pins. And he's like giving them the pins and they walk out. He's like, all right, everybody back in. And like a huge global map comes down and everybody <laughs> comes in and he starts dictating. They're like, Mr. Reagan, we've been going for 17 hours. We can't keep up, sir. Well, bring in the B team. And he just keeps going. He's like, he's like, he's he's controlling the entire planet on a, on a global scale. He's like, he's like, we're going to go into this country, do this. We've got to mess with this market and do that. And he's like, he's solving healthcare crises and He's just like the mastermind. And then they're like, Mr. President, Mr. President, um, someone from the Hill is here. He's like, oh, everybody out, everybody out. And he's like, hello, did you want a pin too? Yeah, he's, just <laughs> he's just playing dumb, dumb Giving out time. Sharpies. I'm following, I've got my finger on the pulse of breaking news here. I don't know what to make of this. They've lowered the number of missiles fired from about 30 to more than a dozen, which technically could be the same. Exactly. And they've raised, as far as I know, the number of targets from one base to two. Do you think maybe this is like when you ask a German how many Jews died in uh, the Holocaust, and they're like, a couple, more than a dozen, more than a dozen. <laughs> you would not get that answer from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is technically more than a dozen. It is. Yeah, there's a subreddit. Uh, what, what is it like? Technically the truth. Right. I've seen <laughs> that. <laughs> that one's funny. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, they won't say that in Germany because they'll go to jail. You can't do that. So I watched... Not not to change the subject too 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 abruptly. If, there, if we've got any more um, new topic, would be great stuff. Yep, I watched the Watchmen on uh, <laughs> HBO. Now this is what Kyle really came in hot with. Iran <laughs> missed me with that nonsense. The Watchmen. I want to talk about this super. I have strong feelings about the Watchmen. Carry on. Kyle. I have strong yeah. feelings. About I know. The I, I saw the movie, so can do you, I kind of know where it's going to be? Lead with from? a one to ten on the series. What does that number represent? A My ten? enjoyment, the quality of the series. Uh, well, you haven't finished the series. Enjoyment, yet. I finished I it. Yeah, I have. yeah, he oh, said he finished, finished it. it. Yeah, I would oh. say enjoyment. Yeah, I'm not looking for how the video production. I'm looking for how much. My you enjoyment liked it. of of the Watchmen is a five out of ten. Okay, um, I was very. All right, so look, is that average or like? That's bad. An F. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like I did not enjoy it. I I very much at all. Like 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 like. There's only one white character in the whole show who's not a villain. And he's <laughs> literally played by that dumb dumb from um, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, the one that's like, I'm with you, fellers. Yeah, <laughs> really? That's the only white guy in the show who is not literally a Klansman. Isn't the blue guy a white guy? <laughs> the blue guy is a black man now. Um, the um, one of the main superheroes from like the original Minutemen, you know, they, in, in this alternate reality, there's this group called the Minutemen back in like the 20s, uh, something like that. And uh, they, they were the first vigilantes, the street justice heroes. They have changed one of the characters from what, what was always believed to be a white man to a gay black man. And and he 96 percent from the critics, 53 percent from the audience. That kind of disparity usually tells you something. And he fucks another well-known superhero in the ass. 
<laughs> Vigorously. You get to, you get Which one? It. You get to watch it. <laughs> I, 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 Captain Metropolis. Like the the the, the, I, I just, the like if someone wanted to skip ahead, like which episode would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> but Justice is a gay black man now, and he ass pounds Captain Metropolis. This is uh -huh, literally uh -huh. like them telling me that right that, there in episode <laughs> yeah. five, so, maybe. I would say around episode five, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Um, our main character that we're supposed to like, her name is is it Black Sister? Is it is it really that on the nose? Are, are, <laughs> no. there, any, are there main characters from the movie in it? Yeah, but they're very old now because this oh, this takes okay. place in modern times, like 2020, whereas the events of the movie that that you and I enjoy is 1985, um, and, and and so 34 years have passed. And they age like normal people. Yes, they all age like normal people, except for Doctor Manhattan, who okay. not only doesn't age but has become black. Um, the, well, they, uh, wait, so they all wait, went through a transition. Lore, part of his lore is that that character doesn't change, and it's like he's he, he's un, he's unageable. And it, between the movie between 1985, he's and chosen to be a black. Man. He's become black. So so he's, the he, he's chosen to be a black man. Um, and essentially, I, I'm, these are big spoilers. Um, but maybe but put I'm a spoiler thing it. on this for Watchmen. Um, okay, you know, so so and we don't ruin this for people. Yeah. Um. I, I just realized how much I'm spoiling the show just because I, I, I just came in so upset at it. Uh, okay. and, I, and I guess some people won't mind the the gay black new version of the superhero or the fact that there are no yeah, that's the, not the bad guys are the clan. The bad guys are the are the clan who use mesmerism to uh, um, uh, hypnotism essentially to control people. Right, right. I don't know the difference, um, but carry on. They have a, a sort of a global conspiracy um, go, running. Um, what is the the, the, the main actual is a black. Ku Klux Klan? Yeah, they wear robes. They call themselves uh the they they, they do this to like identify themselves. They call the themselves, WP uh, thing. Uh, Are you no, serious? I, actually, yeah, they do that. I didn't realize. Oh, this is embarrassing. Um, but they call themselves. It's supposed to represent the Cyclops. Uh, it, but they, but they're still doing this. Um, okay. You know, on, on their foreheads, and uh, we you get um. <clears throat> They, they've renamed themselves like like uh, they call themselves the Seventh Cavalry now, which is like a Custer's Last Stand kind of thing. I believe uh, he was the Seventh Cavalry and surrounded by the natives, the savages, essentially. And you know that I think uh, there's, there's just to read something into their their, their name in, in that right in that way. All of the characters are uh, are are gay are gay and black, um, except for the villains <laughs> um, or, or 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 not men. Um, the, 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 um, the main character is what's her fucking name. It's like sister night or, or black sister or something like that. I think it's sister night. It's she literally, she's African literally a black queen. She's literally a black woman who play, who like dresses as a nun and beats people up. Uh, and, um, and, and she's hard to look at and, and, and I don't care about her story at all. To look at. She is. She's supposed to be like so beautiful that she has literally tempted a God um, to to like uh, throw away his godliness, and she's played by Leslie Jones. <laughs> Essentially, um, <laughs> it, she looks like Michelle Obama's ugly sister. Oh. Uh, and uh, it, it's 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 just it's so well made. The production value is excellent. Jeremy Irons is in it. I, I it, Google him real quick. You pro probably may not. Great actor, Cl great actor, S super well known actor. He plays a. a Ozzy Man, Ozzy Mandius, Ozzy Mandus, 
he plays the villain from the original thing, the guy who like had the master plan. He's literally the smartest man in the world. And his storyline almost redeems the entire nonsensical show because he is literally on another planet doing his own thing. And he has essentially he's been he's a castaway on one of the moons of Jupiter in this like paradise that was created for him. But he, he has now realized it's a prison to keep him there. And and using basically like 17th century technology, he is attempting to get home huh. from Jupiter. But he's the smartest man in existence. So he's got some pretty cool like gadgets. What's his and name again? In the, I, know, like, I know Jeremy Irons, but you remember the character's name? Yeah, I, I think his real <laughs> name is like Vite. Um, something Vite, but, but his like superhero name is like Ozymandias or something like that. Oh, because uh, the Watchmen movie had the smartest man in the world as one that's of the him, super... yeah. Same oh, so guy. it's the same person. Was it not yeah. Night Owl or something like that? Am I crazy? Well, that was the good guy. Okay, then I'm confusing him because... Well, the Owl guy was the guy who flew around in the spaceship and fucked uh, yeah, Lori yeah. and and uh, Ozymandias was the guy at the, uh, in Antarctica in that giant thing. You know, he, he was... Right. He, he had actual superpowers. You know, he was like fast as fuck. He could catch bullets and stuff. He was he was one of the few. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I yeah. I now know who he is, and it's I, I'm going to show a picture to people. Oh, actually, there's no picture in Wikipedia. Um, <sighs> man, I, I just I just it's and the whole thing is about race issues. Like you start off watching this fictional uh, depiction of a the massacre of a black town, like 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 a bunch of bunch of Klansmen roll in. And they kill all the black people in this town. They drag them through the streets and just hate crimes everywhere, shooting the mothers and the babies down in the street and um, just murdering all the black people, just burning their entire city down. And uh, in the future, uh, Robert Redford is the president. And he had the, he has this thing that they called Redferations, which is like reparations, but named after him, where anybody who descends from someone who was like hurting that massacre or killed that massacre is getting like like a bunch of money. And uh, it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's so on the nose. Uh, I, I, I haven't looked, but I guarantee this is made by a woman and it's probably made by a woman of color because who doesn't like people that look like me? I felt targeted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I see did. who directed it. I felt targeted because uh -huh. it was like, come on, you can't have one white guy who's like with it. Like, like even Ozymandias, who's the smartest man in the world, you kind of make him look like a buffoon here occasionally. And the one white guy who's like on the streets with us and we see in quite a few few scenes. You're right, it's a woman. You're calling Was him he? an ignorant hayseed yeah. and, and he's got that southern accent from Tulsa. That's actually a really good impression. I yeah, can't get past that. <laughs> you weren't totally, you know. So it was made by some chick, I guess. It was made by, let's see. Written by. I think it was written by a dude. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was written. It says she's a director. Yeah, there's actually a couple different directors. Whew. It was, it, it, I, I felt assaulted. I, I felt shamed. I felt assaulted. Yeah, that Nicole Chick <laughs> just did, turn it off. <laughs> the Nicole Chick directed three of the nine episodes, and it looks like dudes wrote them all. Yeah, but I don't know. Whatever. The writing it was fine. Back checking. The writing was fine. Like the story's interesting. Um, a little convoluted at, at points, and some of it didn't make any sense at all. But what are you going to expect from sci-fi superhero nonsense? 
Um, I don't know, man. It. it I, I tried just to watch it. It couldn't hook me. I couldn't get into it. And I, I also How far did you get? Not very. Like one and a half episodes, something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Once oh, you start getting. I'm, I'm looking at the thing. I remember the black child lost his parents. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Where's, I was just like, where's this the... airing on? HBO. Uh, HBO. I don't. I definitely don't have a friend that runs some illegal media server. Not a lot of. <laughs> not a lot of views. Well, yeah, what do you none see? of them i pay for I'm hbo just on their and wikipedia I, I just, and it, looking it, at like the the ratings of each episode and not a single one cracked a million one of them only got six hundred and twenty thousand. that's oh terrible. you can tell how many people watch it yeah yeah you can go to u.s viewers and millions it's the furthest right column uh, I'm, I'm yeah wikipedia i'm really hoping page. it doesn't come back for a second season um oh yeah. if those are the viewership and it costs that much to make yeah i don't know if it will i heard early on so here's I, I, you get mixed things with shows that are um like politically biased like this one clearly is like like some media will be like it's the new hit that's spreading word to mouth like wildfire and it's like really your neighbor told you huh like, like, <laughs> like it's but but and but then i also heard people say that hbo is embarrassed and they're, they're trying to like they're not calling it a series anymore they're calling it a mini series to try to save face like oh no this was a one-off kind of thing the fact that we left the end on like a will she or won't she well that was just creative artistry I, that's, that's... <laughs> no um i think they're embarrassed i think that it has them poorly and i hope that they don't make more because I didn't enjoy it I, I, look look you don't have to make a story about people that look like me that's not what i'm saying they don't have to sound like me or be like me. I watched, well, I was about to use that as an example of something like to support my argument, but that doesn't work either. I'm about to talk about the terror season two with all those Japanese people that I just couldn't get on board with. It wasn't because they were Japanese, though. It was because it was terrible writing. Terrible. Yeah. Try. You don't have to defend yourself. Yeah. You can just, you can, you can dislike shit that doesn't just have white people in it. That's fine. Yeah. I <laughs> You're right. Not a lot of views. I I looked up True Detective just like for comparison, about to Ooh. triple the views. And oh, it, True yeah. Detective, I love. I know, but I intentionally didn't choose like Game of Thrones or something and be like, yeah, look mm -hmm. how much it sucks. I just want to see like what successful is. And okay. you can you can tell through a trend as well. So like you go to Chernobyl's page and Ooh, it's like love that too. You know, U.S. and U.K. views or whatever starts out at like you know 1.8 million combined and then ends up at like 3.1 million combined or something like always going up every episode whereas if you see a show like this where it's like ooh 800,000 people checked it out oh only 720 came back only 620 came back oh 750 came up for that how one. interesting is it that i can find you a call of duty video from a guy you don't even know that broke those same numbers <laughs> last week yes yeah, that's that's pretty crazy that's really interesting to me like it, it let, let's say watchmen did do well and it got two and a half million views how is that profitable? You can get two and a half million. Like, there are videos on YouTube getting two and a half million views about, I don't know, angry Joe Every drama, second. right? Like, like the amount of budget and time and effort that goes into making a Watchmen episode. How do they profit off two and a half million views? It's all about subscribers, right? You know, like, like because yeah. their subscribers, because the more. YouTube subscribers are fucking free. And unless they're paying for YouTube Premium, mm -hmm. um, okay, that's true. Which I think is the one thing that you don't pirate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I I pay for Disney. You're like, no, no, I found a way. 
I pay for <laughs> Disney. I pay for Netflix. Uh, HBO just has it sucked me in. There's like one episode, or sorry, one show every couple of yeah. years I care about. See, I go back and watch the catalog, and they release movies quite frequently. I, I rent a lot of movies. Like if they're when they get down to four dollars, I refuse to do that nonsense where they try to force you to buy a twenty dollar movie that you just want to watch once. Uh, but I won't go to the red box because I most of the time they're just the DVDs. What am I looking? DVD. DVDs. Uh, like 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 I don't know. And I don't, there's a reason that Blockbuster died. I don't want to have to go get it, bring it home, and then take it back to you. You like, need, like, yeah. I'm going to create Uber Buster, right? So someone will bring a DVD to your house. Huh? What, has, has no one come up with this idea before, Woody? Uh, but it, it's impossible to tell. <laughs> I don't know. R rhymes with wet flicks? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's streaming. That's streaming, right? It used to be in the we mail. We could have a much bigger... Oh, but well, they okay. still do in the mail. I know, I know, but they're it. It sucks. Have you? I used to do that. Did you ever do that with the mail? Yeah, and stuff? a ton because all the good <laughs> stuff was on the mail list. Agreed, and like it was like I don't know. You mail it back, and then they mail you a new one, and that sequence took like eight days or seven days Ooh, or something. No, not for me. So well, first of all, you're in Atlanta. Maybe that changes. No, things. this is back when I lived out in Franklin County. So I did okay. the three DVD plan. Me and too. I staggered them. So like every day I would send a new one back. And if the turnaround time was like two days, every day essentially, or every other day at the very least, I got I got a new DVD in. So almost every day, but definitely every other day, new DVD was rolling in. So my situation wasn't quite as good. I don't know if I had a two or three plan, but let's say this happens. Somebody else in the family sitting on a DVD for some period of time. I, on the other hand, am trying to get through True Blood. So I send it back, That's and it's like eight it days too. later than it comes to me. But I can't do the stagger idea, which is a great one, because someone's sitting on, like, are you ever going to watch freaking rom-com stupid? Oh, I yeah. am, I swear, I'll get to it. Like, God, ah, we've rented that thing six times now. Like, you, you could, like, like, if this was Blockbuster, you would have got your shit done. But That's how I watched The Office. Like like back really? then, huh. yeah. Like like the early seasons of The Office. Um, I and I it was like, you know, I love The Office so so much, and, and and it was just like, there's only three episodes per disc. What kind of technology is this? There should be, I should be able to get them all on three discs. But no, it was like three episodes per disc, maybe even only two. And so like you couldn't even get a whole season in. Yeah, it, it was it was very frustrating. I want to say with True Blood, I started doing Netflix. But it was like it wasn't coming fast enough because I really enjoyed their early seasons of True Blood. And I actually went to the local video store and like they had, you could rent the whole season there for like triple the price of a regular rental, I think, or something. Maybe eight dollars for five days or something. And uh, I think I rented I think that's I think that's how I originally watched the first few seasons of True Blood was renting the DVDs. You laughed at the Uberbuster idea, but I suspect that if you want you, a guy who will bring it to you now. Yeah, if you saying? could call. And I'm like, all right, I'll have this movie at your door in 30 minutes or less. When you're finished with it, just here's the envelope. Drop that envelope in the mail. That you might like it. And I mean you in particular. Like I think a lot of people might not be down, but you're a Postmates kind of guy. You might yeah. be like Ooh, yes, yes. DVD quality. I meant to say Blu-ray quality at my house. Less than 30 minutes, you say? You know, you'll beat the pizza guy? <laughs> oh, and by the way, every movie, because that's like what Blockbuster can offer. They've got all the greats. They're not they're not some like 
subsection of movies like Netflix. I was still renting. Um, there's a there's a video store in East Atlanta that I used to go to with uh, with an ex girlfriend, and uh, and I, I mean like four years ago, like it was really cool to just. Go, it, there was a bit of nostalgia involved, okay. Like, like, like and, and also it was like, yeah, it's, it's it almost feels healthier to be in here in in a catalog of DVDs and VHSs, and you know, I like to smell this place. There's they, they all smell the same. <laughs> it's healthier. It, it no, it really is. Or you know, yeah, like, yeah, like we're gonna go out funny. and do a thing. We're gonna go out and do a thing rather than just sit here and just an hour and a half goes by of this of just your thumb. My thumbs should be so powerful at this point. <laughs> you fucking let's go thumb war anytime. I have a uh, a DVD <laughs> yeah, store your goofy thing. Ass moves I can't compete with that. Yeah. Years and years ago, I'll put a little face on it. I'm in like high school or early college or something like that. Uh, me and my friend's girlfriend went to rent a movie, and uh, nice. I. Nice. I yeah, like so we're going out to rent a movie and I think we were supposed to like maybe they goofed that we should bring a porn back or something. And uh I never did anything. The story doesn't end cool. But there's the two of us in this like the dirty section of the DVD store. You know, of like it's not Blockbuster, it's some unknown brand. And it's almost private. There are like these Brady Bunch beads that sort of give you this illusion of privacy back there. Yeah. And we're picking out a porn together, more or less. And uh, I remember her like taking an interest in this. She's like, ah, this chick is hot. Like, I like, we're just basing it on the cover. Like, we don't know any of these. And, and she's like, she, she's hot. We should get this one. And in my head, I'm thinking, you're hot. Like you, you know, you're picking out porn. Like that makes you pretty awesome. And uh, we got a regular movie and a porn, and brought it back, and that's the end of the story. Nice. Did everybody like beat off together? I I don't think we watched the porn as a group, but I, I guess it was like on the list it of shifts. possibilities. Yes. Like it turns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up in there. <laughs> no, I think actually what happened is we ended up. It's Ocean City, so there's always like a parade of. Girls that will only be in town this week, and we managed to recruit a couple of them back to party with us. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I never rented porn from never made a it physical home. store. Yeah, never did that. Did uh, you ever, Kyle, rent porn physically? I feel like I both work, of us would are, are too I, young for that. Um, I'm right on the cusp of it. So I worked when I was seventeen, maybe like like. Maybe like just before I graduated or mm -hmm. right after graduating, I worked for a while at a video store. I was like, this is perfect. They're gonna pay me eight fifty an hour to to like do my favorite thing in the world. I love yeah, movies. Watch movies. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 literally when I was like applying for the job, I was like, so I can have as many as I want. They're like, yeah, yeah, there's it's full. What about, <laughs> what about games? Well, yeah, you bring them back after five days, though, right? You know, especially if it's a new release. What if I don't? Well, we're not going to arrest you or anything. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Good to know. My biggest fear. That I'll never come back up in life. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and so, like, I'm working there. And after you work there for a month, you know where everything is. Because you've cataloged. You've moved everything around. Like, it's not a gigantic place. It's a standard size blockbuster type place. And there is a dirty section. But not standard dirty. Like you can't get. This is like it's like soft core shit. 
schematic even kind that. of stuff. It's like weird oh. independent stuff. It's like, do you want to see? Is it like watching breast exam videos on YouTube? No, not that. It, it's like, uh, it, it was like pop these, one of those on. It was like a really dirty, like private stripper party or something where like girls are just stripping and doing like sex acts on a stage. And I was like, I want to see this. I want to see what's going on here. It was like right next to Faces of Death. <laughs> 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 and so I'm like, but but it's like, I don't want my colleagues to know that I want to see this. But so you swapped it out with Faces of Death. Well, I just took it. I just <laughs> I just took it. And uh, and I was really disappointed. There was a it was grainy. There was literally like really gross uh, strippers on like a private stage, seemingly with like a huge crowd of people throwing money at them. And the girl's like fucking herself with a banana, but she peeled it and it breaks. Yeah, oh, right. It's just, it's just mush. And Plus, it's not good porn if there's no cock in it. Am I right, it, boys? It, it, it was where awkward. am I supposed to be? I'm not a banana. <laughs> <laughs> if I am, that's going to hurt. Yeah, if, if, if I am, I'm all mushy. And that is the extent of, of my like, you know, porn renting i mean i technically i stole the thing i, I think i brought it back because you know like i didn't i didn't want any questions asked hey he took who took the 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 nanner smasher vid i wanted it again i i, I think i took it back and put I, it back and it's vhs i've got a porn story so i when i went to college at drexel i went to night school and i drive home by myself right and i'm uh, obviously horny all the time i'm like 24 or something like that and uh, on the way home there was this you know, basically porn and adult toy store. And every so often I would bring something home, giggle, giggle, Jackie, mm -hmm. look what I got, etc. cetera. And uh, so that's my experience with, with buying porn. I later found out that X Jaws' dad owned that place that I used to frequent. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's someone, I forget it now, but I'd remember it if, if, someone's, if you knew it. But they tell the name of the franchise that he owned. He didn't own just one place, he owned several. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm uh, vaguely familiar of the existence of that place where I've spent my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. I, I, I always liked that. That just imagining Xtra's dad is this guy who's like, you know, he, he, I think he, I think they've switched over to smoke shops since then, and like like maybe gotten into legal cannabis in some way. Uh, I'm trying to think. So where you we know how I, I've said many times that I was raised in like a sex positive house, and that almost gives me like a different perspective on sex topics than like the rest of the world has. I wonder mm -hmm. if X Jaws has that same sort of like, yeah, you know, don't just start busting out how awesome anal plugs are because other people think it's weird. Like, <laughs> you know, because like maybe he was raised in a sex positive house. Even if my parents owned a porn shop, I don't feel like I would be spending much time there. But then again, my parents weren't the type of people that owned a porn shop. So. Yeah, yeah, not really, not really, um, not 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 mine either. Um, trying and to think how we got on that. this. this yeah. I like to think my my parents have been to a porn shop or two. I'd, oh, I'm sure yeah, they have. They, they've got like they've got cards or something. You tend to those free. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they got like whatever the equivalent of a Kroger card over at Starship is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh, it's been an hour, Parents. pretty much. Trump about. Oh, to that's why he likes that. <laughs> Trump's yeah. going to address the name. Like, no, the it's time is for Trump. <laughs> I, I, I I follow that. I'm going to. Trump must know something, right? I, I assume you know how I keep. I wonder what happened with the attacks on these military bases. 
I'm going to make up numbers. Is don't everyone, people will know better by the time they listen. But like, if there's like 500 deaths on our military bases, it's fucking showtime, right? If there's three, then maybe we can be like, all right, well, we got you, general. It's just a bunch of equipment destroyed. But that doesn't seem likely. If it, but. yeah, that but then again, awesome. who knows? We don't have, know any details, really. I wish I, I wish I had thought of that. I mean, if, if all they did is knock out like a couple hummers in a tank, we'd be like, all right, we don't have to escalate from there. You know, we can live with that. It sucks, but it, you know, we don't need World War Three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how they all blew this up the shit out. house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if Trump came and said? They were Iranian missiles. They they struck our latrine on the North Lawn. And one sad private combat jacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> combat jacking. This is a picture of him, his name, and what he was looking at at the time. <laughs> he subscribes to Woody's theory that it's not good porn if there's no cock in it. All right, nation, until our next Oval Office address. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, we're gonna find out if we're going to war in about an hour, I guess. Yes. And but this, are we allowed to say we're going to war? Because because I, I, I always try to correct myself when I'm talking about like one of my sports. one of my sports yeah. teams. I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, we're we're in the playoffs. Well, they are. It's it's <laughs> they when they do something bad. Right. It's we when they do something good. We won the Stanley Cup. They got knocked out in the first round the year prior. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the the sports youtube channel that i was referring to somehow i just guessed the name of what's apparently like an actual sports youtube channel um, but the one i meant was sb nation sb uh and uh i linked above but i'll, I'll relink this is the oh, hockey yeah. this is the hockey one that i found really interesting and they do lots of different kinds of content cool i'll check um, that out sometimes their videos can be a little bit like 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 dime beer night story or something like that like they did this whole statistical breakdown about the guy who led who leads all time for most times hit by pitches and it like like when they show the data they're like it's it's staggering they're like, <laughs> they're like this is how many times the minnesota twins entire franchise were hit by pitches in 1999 <laughs> dwarfed by this one man <laughs> even more impressive he didn't. He didn't play in every game. In yeah. fact, he only appeared. And in, like, as the numbers get more and more ludicrous, you're like, he was a master of it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Just... like, like, like he got he gets hit in like three consecutive games that that he doesn't. But he's not at bat at at every at bat in those games. He's like he's like making like one or two appearances at the plate per game, but getting hit every game virtually. It was like <laughs> his percentage was like like seven percent of the time he's going to get hit by a pitch. The, the the league average is like point one or something. <laughs> that's, He's like really six hundred times more likely to get hit by a pitch than any other man who's ever played the game. Who's After ever I played the out, game? I'm gonna watch some of this channel. This is cool. It's really yeah. good. I think they do one on uh, how good Colin Kaepernick was, which was pretty interesting actually. Hmm. Uh, they make a pretty good case for the fact that he lost a job because of politics. But if hmm. you if you Maybe. read the if you look at the numbers. I think you'll be on that side. They they they're basically just like he is the best player ever to lose his job as a quarterback uh that didn't retire that next year. Yeah, I mean it's not all about performance. It's not 100% performance based. If you can't get along with your you know, there's a, there's a whole thing about uh Peyton Manning's kicker 
um, like like during the early 2000s, this um, Vanderjack guy or something like that. He's very good. Hall of Famer. He, he was one of the best. They, they cut his ass. He was the highest paid um, kicker yes. in the game, but he couldn't keep his mouth shut. The, uh, the guy that replaced him, I think I have his name right, Pat this No. Like that? Um, it was... It was the uh, the Patriots kicker. They 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 stole him and brought him over. His uh his name is escaping me right now, but I would know if I heard it. Uh, um, well, then maybe I'm mixing up kicker and punter. Is something it something like Vinatieri? I don't. Yeah, know. yeah, I think that's it. Really? That, yeah, that's, that's the, the guy who is so good. I know. Yeah, yeah, no, and the guy I'm talking about is different. He uh he was a really athletic kicker, and right now he's super funny. His YouTube channel is exploding, and his like opportunities are exploding. He basically just talks football. And shares his old stories, like yeah, it was Vinatieri. Um, he's the one who came over from the the Pats to the Colts oh, okay. and replaced the guy that I'm that I'm talking about. Well, Vinatieri was also an upgrade. He's probably the, maybe the best ever, according to um, the guy that it, I listened to. In that little microcosm of time, like the Colts uh, guy had the Colts guy's previous season was perfect. It was like 28 field goals, oh, neat. out of 28, and it was like 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 he didn't miss an extra point. He didn't miss a field goal all year he's like six for six beyond 50 yards which was like the the number one in the league like he was the man he was on the cover of like uh, sports illustrated as a kicker and he yeah. got really full That's of himself rare. and he started shit talking tony dungy peyton manning and the entire Indi indianapolis colts organization and <laughs> the guy i'm talking about well. pat mcafee uh, he's the one he does storytelling. He's really funny. He was also a kicker for the Colts. And they probably had different jobs. Like, I, I'm mixing up kicker and punter, so don't listen to me. Anyway, he tells a story of Peyton Manning. And they've got this rookie wide receiver. And the wide receiver is great, right? He's, he's on fire. He's like one of the better rookie wide receivers that are out there. Before every game, uh, Pat McAfee was actually like his warm-up guy. And he'd catch 20 with his right hand, 20 with his left hand, 20 with both hands. It's kind of like his warm-up. And uh, he goes out there. Peyton Manning throws him a catch. He goes for a one-handed catch, and he doesn't. He doesn't get it. And Peyton Manning points to the sideline. And uh, the guy's like a little confused. He's lining up again. He's like shakes his head, points to the sideline. So the wide receiver's like, fuck, uh, I guess Peyton Manning just kicked me out of the game. And he goes to the sideline. The offensive coordinator was like, what are you doing? Go back in. And he's like, Peyton Manning just kicked me out of the game. And the offensive receiver is like, or the offensive coordinator says, no, you're not out of the, you're in, go, get your back. So he goes back and Peyton Manning just points to the sideline <laughs> again. <laughs> he gives him like the finger wag. And, the, and then both the wide receiver and the, and the uh, offensive coordinator are like, well, I guess Peyton's not letting you play. <laughs> so they put in some guy from the special teams for the rest of the game. For the rest of the game, this great wide world, great rookie, great four rookie wide receiver got kicked out of the game. And uh, he didn't even know why he was mad. Peyton Manning didn't explain himself. And, and he's like, I don't know what I did. I don't have no fucking idea. And uh, then later, uh, Pat McAfee, the guy telling the story, comes back. And uh, he's all sad and dejected. And he's like, well, I guess I, I can't catch with one hand anymore. That Peyton doesn't <laughs> let you. And that I get those are just Peyton rules, and and then they laid out that Peyton Manning was in charge of that team. He could have had anybody fired, even Tony Dungy, the coach at the time, and the I forget the owner's name, but they mentioned him, and they're like Peyton Manning is the only guy allowed to walk into his office, not the coach, not the GM, not anybody, anyone else would need an appointment to talk to the owner, but Peyton Manning, they're like, oh yeah. 
come right in, Peyton. How you doing? What can I do for you? It was a, he was the guy that ran that team. And I was a big Peyton Manning fan when I was in high school. Like that, that was my team. I didn't give a shit about the Falcons. I, I really liked the way Peyton Manning ran his offense, all the audibles, and how he would read a defense and quickly be like on the fly. You know, he'd, I'd, it seems like his audible, everybody else was like, hut, hut, hut. And Peyton's like, Blue 42, Red Eagle, Red Eagle. And everybody's like, oh, everybody's like, oh shit, boys, it's the Red Eagle. And they like completely changed the whole offensive scheme. Like, like, like now it's a flea flicker. And like everything has changed based on some codes that he screams at his at his guys like he's a military commander, and they all know it. And it, it it's I really thought that was impressive and cool. Of course, he had to play against Tom Brady. Year after year. Most of the time he didn't win. Sometimes he did. The Peyton Manning now has a YouTube channel where he describes other quarterbacks and their decision-making process and what he thinks they did right and what he thinks they did wrong. Oh, and cool. I'm not a quarterback. I'm not a, not a guy who like looks at people lined up and knows it's a dime. or, or what. Like I'm just not that guy. But I listen to Peyton and I'm like, fuck, are all the football people this knowledgeable about football? I suspect some of them aren't, but he seems to yeah, know some everything. Some of them are dum-dums. You know, do you know what the wonder lick is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like an IQ test for football players that come in. Yeah, I think sp maybe specifically even quarterbacks. Um, no. I, I wonder what Peyton scored on, on, on his. I, I don't know, but I do know that all the players take it, and I do know that hire is not necessarily better for every position. They don't want the smartest running back out there who like questions decisions and gives trouble. Yeah. They have like targets where they like to see him. One of the highest scores was a kicker back when I knew about <laughs> this. So the highest score is 50. Um, and uh, the average uh, with all NFL, uh, it seems like average score that is a 21. Okay. Um, average score for QB is 26. Peyton scored a 28. Hmm. Right. Not so hot. Let's see what Tom Brady scored. 47. 110. Look, wow. Mr. Brady, it only goes to 50. Uh, he scored 33. <laughs> That's okay. Nice. So it sounds like a hard fucking test. It didn't like, mention the highest score in there, did it? Like, it wasn't... 50 is the highest possible. And, and Brady's a 33 and Peyton's a 28. Okay. I just wondered if that kicker still had the record, but we're over time. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, turn on CNN and see if the world's going to end later this evening. I'm going to go uh, watch The Simpsons and work out and assume it's going to be fun. I'm going to watch Fox you, News you, you know, where me, I get the Let me the ruin The scoop. Simpsons for you real quick um, forever. Um, here, here. The... Forever? I'll just get aggravated if I watch more shit. Yeah. There you go. This, uh, this video is called The Moment the Simpsons Ruined Homer Simpson. It's from Nerdstalgic. Uh, he, he's got a great YouTube channel, too. Um, there you go. Enjoy that. That'll that'll Aww. make you really despise the show. My private <laughs> messages have been blowing up. I have all these army friends who seem to be, they just know shit that I don't. And they're like, man, they deployed the B-52s to one second. Uh, fuck, it's not immediately findable. But, oh, Diego Garcia. And they're like, to them, that means something. Like, oh, they moved the D-52s, the Diego Garcia, that's the hop-off point for something. And, like, you know, which places are deployable. Some places, some people in the Army aren't, like, about to deploy their trainers or something else. And they just see pre-war movement. But what the fuck do I know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we're, we're definitely poising for an attack. Right. Hopefully, though, it's just in case. 
Mm, I don't think it'll de-escalate, but we'll see. In case I change my mind, bitches. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even read this to you. But, all right, PKN two eighty one. 